Welcome to Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith and Jamila Struthers. Professionally Fit is dedicated to fit and aspiring to be fit professionals who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. We delve into issues surrounding fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, parenthood, relationships, and much more. Welcome to the show. Good evening, fit professionals, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit. Lisa A. Smith here with my wonderful co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we missed you last week on Halloween. You took the kids trick-or-treating? I did take the kids trick-or-treating. We had a blast. Nice. Yeah. So tonight is going to be a exciting show. We're talking with regard to fitness, exercising at work, a.k.a. no excuses here. So we're dropping some tips on how you can get it in during your work day. Uh, with regard to nutrition this evening, do you need to diversify your plate? So we'll be giving you some tips on whether or not um, or how to identify whether or not you need to increase the diversity in your palate. And finally, in our lifestyle piece this evening, Jay, this is a good one. Are full-figure women women a trending thing, or do you think they're here to stay? I cannot wait. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about the whole full-figure trending topic that's going on right now and give you our take on the entire full-figure woman movement. Um, so tonight's show should be really interesting. Before we delve even into wait what, you know, before we hopped on here, Jay and I were just talking about voting. Tomorrow's election day, guys, and by now we should all be registered to, to vote. Please, please, please make sure you get to the polls. This race is really, really close because we have no idea which way it's going to go. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes at some point you have idea like, yeah, it's pretty much swaying in one direction or the other. Right. But I think this one is really, really close. That's why. And I'm be honest with you, I'm nervous. I'm you don't have to be. I think everybody <laughs> is on the same page. Yes. We are all very, very nervous. And what's hilarious, my son is in the second grade. He's seven year, years old. Mm -hmm. And this election is so deep. You, you, we already know the kids are talking about it. But when my, you know, the last election, well, my daughter, yeah, she was here, but she was kind of young. But my son came home with his eyes all, you know, gleaming. He said, I um I voted for Donald Trump in school. Right? What? Yeah. Okay. Right in my neck immediately because I'm I'm not really big into politics. I know who I'm gonna vote for, but my husband, uh -huh. he's well, Ramirez, he's really big into politics. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So he talks it to, you know, whoever will listen, but me personally I just know I'm gonna vote for Hillary uh -huh. and you know, enough said right there. Right. So when my son came in and he said, I voted for Donald Trump, my neck just like, what? Right. This is not even my way. What? <laughs> and, but what's so funny is his classmates got him together. Do you hear me? <laughs> they said, oh, no, no, you're not. They said, do you know? And they ran down all of the facts about Donald Trump. See, my son didn't know anything about, you know, politics or anything like that. Right. Those kids got him together. Did they? So I'm not voting for Donald Trump. Because so, I think they did like a little mock election or something. Okay. Or something <laughs> like that. But, yeah, they those kids are serious. The parents at home, it's serious. It's, it's really it's it's serious, serious business. business. It, it really yeah. is. And it's so <laughs> funny because that's really cool that they're even talking about it in the classrooms at that young oh, of an age, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, that's are. really awesome. I I'm always, sh I don't know why I'm always shocked when I hear or see Trump supporters. I have no idea why I'm so shocked, you know. But, like, I was driving through some neighborhood recently, and I saw all of these Trump signs, like one house after another, after another, Trump, Pence, Trump, Pence, 2016. And I'm just, I was just shocked. It is very shocking. And, and, I, and I'm like, don't get me wrong, Hillary ain't the... Yeah, you know, you pick your poison, but you know, you gotta pick your poison. But it, I mean, I'm really nervous if he is who becomes the president of the United States. You know, Trey and I were in um, Niagara Falls last last week yeah. on the Canada side, and we, I mean, he's been trying to move to Canada forever. So he's serious. Like, listen, we need to get out of there. Oh <laughs> yeah, but you know, it might be too late because now that 
if he does win, it's going to be a, like a parade. You know, right. you're not the only person with this idea. You're going to see right. me there. Oh, yeah. My oh, yeah. Family, oh, yeah. Your mom probably be ahead of you. Oh, you yeah. Know? It might be in there. You should have moved first. Yeah, the border is definitely, the line's going to be wrapped around um, <laughs> two corners to get over to Canada, <laughs> for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Okay, so tonight on Wait What, do you have a good one? You said you had a really good one. I don't have, it's not funny mm-hmm. as it normally is, and it's not me ranting, you know, because it's always either or. Right. Me ranting or <laughs> it's, you know, pretty funny. But this one is kind of like, you know, one of those moments where, you know, it's like a reflective moment. It just make, it made me feel pretty good. So, you know, I told you my, my new job around, uh, around work is preaching to everybody. If you just give me a, just one, just a hint of that you need some advice or you want some guidance with fitness or, you know, any lifestyle coaching, I'm just all there for it. So mm-hmm. one of the girls, she's pretty new, and she started a few weeks ago, and I've been, you know, talking to her about health and wellness. She's always coming to me asking me questions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you know how big you and I are of, about living your life outside of work. We just did a segment on that. Mm-hmm. And I found out that she, this 25-year-old girl who lives with her fiancé and dog, mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, all they do literally is go to work and come home and dinner. Right? Okay. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. Go to work, come home, go to dinner. Okay. And I was just telling her, like, you have got to live, you know, the same skill we all say, you have to live outside of work. Right. There's no reason why Monday through Saturday. So, but on Sunday, you know, we go bowling. And I said, you have a scheduled day when you live your life. Like, I was really appalled. Right. And she whipped out, no lie, this, it looked like an Excel worksheet. It had boxes and everything. This is when we wash the dishes. He, this is his day. This is my day. This is, I go grocery shopping on a night. Like, it was really strategic. And wow. I admired that. I was like, I need to take a page out of your book a little bit, you know, right. and, and be more, you know, scheduled and structured with certain things for me. But it was really disturbing. I said, you you know, what, why can't you go just visit people through the week or go to a museum or you and him go, you, you know, go to dinner and, or something. So today... She came in, mm-hmm. just looking really tired. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just looking really tired. Which I, you know, she always looks a little bit tired because, of course, when you're sedentary and you're not doing much, you know that brings your energy level down. It's not the opposite. The more you do, the more tired you are. The less you do, the more tired you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, she looked hungover kind of tired. And this girl, I don't think she's a drinker. So I was like, you know, what's going on? She's like, I took your advice. <laughs> I took your advice. <laughs> I went out this weekend. I went bowling. We went out and visited friends. And we did. She named all of this stuff, right? Uh-huh. And I said, what time did you get in? She said, we got in around midnight. You know, we work really early. Uh-huh. And she said, you know, we had a lot of stuff. Were you drinking? She said, no, I'm just not used to going out mm-hmm. outside of my routine. And I said, well, did you have fun? She said, yes, we had so much fun. <laughs> and I said, well, well was your fiance shocked? She died laughing. She said he was so shocked that he was up like, what are you doing? Where, where are we going? How, wh- I don't understand. We don't leave the house on Saturday. <laughs> it was so funny. Wow. Like It was literally like, are you sure about this? Wow. So they don't even leave the house on Saturday. They don't leave the house Monday through Saturday unless it's for work. Yes. That is crazy. And she said, you know what I'm going to do next week? I'm going to go out there on a weekday. I said, you know what? <laughs> I liked it. I said, I'm so proud of you. Wow. I am very proud of you for, you know, put, you know, not only listening, mm-hmm. but actually implementing it in your life. That's but the biggest thing right there. That was the biggest thing. It made me so proud. So when she told me that, you know, I just had this really, um, I had a moment. Mm-hmm. I looked to my left, <laughs> and the person was drinking her gallon of water. She then went out on the weekend. I got a, a instant message on my my computer saying, I'm going to join you for yoga Friday. Wow. And I was like, you know, it made me think of when you asked me, the best question I've ever been asked is, you know, and I, and I always think about this question, why is the world a better place because you're here? Mm-hmm. And it really hit me that I'm really affecting people and I'm using my influence for good. So that was it. my wait what for this moment, I mean for today. Yeah, it was really, I was really shocked that she took my advice. Because, you know, people will get your advice and then, right. you know, discard it. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> and one ear, out the same ear, not even other. <laughs> Don't even cross over. Yeah. So, so yeah, implementation, action taken, that is amazing. Yeah, that made me 
Wow. We got somebody that lived their life outside of work. We did. Wow. One body at a time. One body at a time. Because I already told you what Troy said in Niagara Falls when we um we were, yeah. we, we had to drive back because he had to go to work that night. And I'm like, babe, what time you want to leave? Because I know you got to go to work tonight. You might want to take a nap. He's like, no, I'll just be tired at work. Let's let's do something else. For one day. For one day. Yeah. To and, live, and to so, live more. To live more. So, come on, guys. Yeah. You got you to gotta get outside the cubicle and live your life. It, everything doesn't just have to happen on the weekends. So my quick way, what? So I can't believe this is still happening. I can't believe this is still going on in our in our culture. Like this is still a thing. But <laughs> I was at the hair salon um, the week before last, and I go to a kind of a, a urban hair salon. So that's what I'll call it, right? So it's like on Six Mile in Detroit. But I've been with my stylist for years. I love her. I'm literally her only natural hair client. Wow. But. And so, I mean, just to set the scene, I'm not throwing any shade, but just the facts are the facts. Mostly every woman in there is coming in to get weave or to get eyelashes done. Um, It's always, you know, kind of like that, say everybody comes in with a bundle and they're getting something installed. And that's just what it is, you know. Um, So I'm pretty much the the only natural hair client I've seen unless it's kids getting braided up or something. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know, people are in and out all day. And I finally just got fed up at my last appointment because you know how people always come into black hair salons selling stuff. Yeah, of course. Jay, when I tell you, this guy came in, I got meals, I got I got food, I got I got a oh, food yeah. truck outside, right? Who's that guy from Martin, like Brumman? Brumman, yeah. No, who from was the, the character? Floor. No, no, not Brumman from the foot floor. The one who used to always sell stuff out of his coat. He opened up his coat. Oh, Jerome. <laughs> I think. But whoever he was who was always selling stuff, you know, on yeah. the inner line and in his coat. He opened up that his trench. Wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he had jewelry and he had books, whatever you needed. <laughs> it's pretty much like a flood of those Jeromes coming into the salon. So this guy comes up to me while I'm in the chair or back in the box get my hair washed on a bowl and he's like i got a food truck outside you know i got meals today we got rib tips and we got chicken wings and we got all this stuff right and it's him and one other lady who's his partner and so the, the one of the stylists who was using the bowl next to me she like what all what sides y'all got and of course they're like macaroni and cheese oh, yeah. and all these you know fattening yeah. sides <laughs> And they like, okay, so she like, let me get a rib tip dinner. And, you know, she ordered just the greasiest meal I've ever heard in my life. And then she's like, what y'all got to drink? The lady said, Kool-Aid. <laughs> I said, wait, what? <laughs> what? She's like, we got red Kool-Aid. We got orange Kool-Aid. The girl's like, ooh, let me get the red Kool-Aid with my rib tip dinner. Oh, I can't. You guys cannot see her, but she's, like, acting out the whole scene. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I could not. I actually could not. And, you know, I love getting my hair done. Like, I'm one of those naturals who don't wash their own hair because yeah. I still enjoy the yeah. experience right. of, you know, a little self-care at the salon. So I usually try and relax in a boat. Girl, my neck stiffened up because I'm, I'm, I'm straining so hard to look out the corner of my eye and see her. Like, there was no shame about ordering this rib tip dinner with all these greasy sides and a tall side of Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. That's just how I can't believe. Why are we literally killing our own people with all this grease and salt and fat and sugar? And then another guy comes in 10 minutes (laughs) later selling air freshener. I didn't even know that was a hustle. I'm talking about not the kind you hang from your rearview mirror, but the little spray bottle, like a liquid air freshener. Oh, the kind that pollutes the air. That kind. Yeah, yeah the aerosols and whatever gases. It, but, okay, most people don't know that. No big deal. But I didn't even know that, that thing, air freshener was a hustle. Anything could be a hustle. Yeah, but my stylist told me that the uh, one of the stylists said his, his air freshener is the best air freshener for getting rid of the smell of marijuana out of your car. So I'm just saying maybe... <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's how he promoted that's, it. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. So get pulled over by the cops, two squirts. I got you. I'll be good. Good. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got you on the list. I bring your favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, please it. stop selling rib tip dinners and Kool Aid um, on at the hair salons. I'm sick of it. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's the lesson of today. All right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with it. It was so absurd. <laughs> so we're gonna dive into our three topics. I cannot wait. Great.
going to start off with maximizing your time at work, getting that exercise in. Let's get rid of that. It has to wait till I get off syndrome. You're listening to Professionally Fit here on the Corner City Woman Radio Network. This is Lungi Moore. Make sure you listen to my Girl Squad Radio. Join us every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on MotorCityWoman.com or download the TuneIn app and type Motor City Woman. with Shakira Ellis every other Sunday at 3 p.m. on the Motor City Woman Radio Network. Hey, girlfriends. This is Manito Reeser, your host for Girlfriends Glasshouse Empowerment Radio. Join me every other Sunday at 2 p.m. right here on Motor City Woman Radio Network. Slammed, right? Slammed. 
So we all race on this elevator, and, you know, it's kind of like we, you get real clickish. Mm-hmm. So we don't want anyone on the elevator. So <laughs> one girl manages to slide in the elevator. She's like, can I get in with, come on. So she gets on, and she goes one level down, and she gets off. The elevator went wild. That's your problem. That's why we shouldn't <laughs> let you up here anyway. You could walk down. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you you could have walked down. Yeah, yeah. You I, I'm, I'm always shocked because I park in a parking garage where I live downtown, and so you know, every almost every day I have to take the elevator depending on where I parked. And so if I get on, like if I parked on the ninth floor or something, and I'm in a hurry, I take it down to one. And people will get on and just go one floor down with a stop at three, and they go down to two. And I'm always just like, and going down even, I'm, it takes longer to wait on it yeah, and do all of that. I'm just like, really? Yes, really. People really do. I've, I've seen someone about in the parking structure about to go up the steps with me, and the elevator opened up, and they literally turned around <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's about to yeah. <laughs> that happens. Right. Okay. So you you guys probably already know that, right? Okay. You can stand up, take the elevator, you know, or don't take the elevator, take the stairs, um, park and further. Those are all things we've heard before. But one of the things I, I will highly suggest um, is to inquire at your job, ask your employer what do they offer through their EAP program, Employee Assistance Program? A lot of times, as employees, especially if you work for a larger corporation, they offer a ton of discounts to gyms. They offer a ton. Sometimes they have people come on site. So find out what your job offers. Just like you, Jay, you just yeah. found out your job gives you, you go to yoga for free. Oh, my God, and the bikes. And and get free access to bicycles. Yeah, yeah but to... You know, to piggyback off of what you were saying about finding out, the first step to that is being open to that stuff at work. Just because you're at work, that does not mean you cannot deviate from what you've always done and go and work out sometimes. You know, when I found out that I could do the bike thing, I was super excited. And, I, of course, I asked someone thing, and they were maybe, maybe. I was like, hey, would you like to go bike riding? And they were like, No. And it's so funny how blunt people will be about stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. if you say, hey, I cooked them a dish, you want to try it, they'll be they'll be kind of softer. Like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I've already eaten. But if you say, hey, you want to go bike ride, no thanks. Mm-hmm. It, it's a mindset thing. So before you even address what your job is offering, you know, make yourself open to the idea that you can go to work and do more than just what you've been doing the last year or two or five months. Or 20 years. Or 20 years. I mean, we are so set in our routines that we're, sometimes we're not even willing to deviate from the same thing over and over again. And, you know, a lot of people have what I like to call a nine-to-five mindset. Yeah. And so even some people believe at work is for work only like to the point people are not taking their 15 minute breaks that they're allowed they're not taking their full lunch if they have extra work to do guys you have to take that break you have to take that time to get up and walk away from the desk re-energize you know you have to get up and walk away from the work and invest you can invest time into yourself even during that eight or ten hour shift it doesn't have to wait till five o'clock everything doesn't have to wait till five o'clock you can take care of business at work you can work out at work you you can can. plan your meals for the week at work you can uh, use a break to call and inquire about a gym or a class or so this nine to five mindset where everything has to wait until i get off until i get off has to stop because you can't give me the excuse that you work all day which is why you can't work out and if your job doesn't offer any um, access to, like, a gym membership or free yoga classes or if they don't bring anything on site, yeah. bicycles, things like this, how about you be the initiator and put together a small proposal or an email and request it? A lot of people think it's the end of the road because it's not something that's not already present. Right. Be the change you want to see. I never forget, forget when I was listening to a podcast um, the gentleman was talking about he did an internship for a summer, one summer at a local plant in Detroit. 
and he was noticing how, you know, the whole energy in the plant was always depressed, sad, nobody yeah. would talk to each other. And he took the initiative one day because he couldn't stand it. He's like, there's no way I can work here all summer mm -hmm. with this low energy. You know, everybody's depressed. Everybody hates being here. Yeah. So he took the initiative to bring in just a radio and started playing music on the line. And, you know, and then uh, suggested that they all have a potluck every Friday and everybody brings in food. And, and they, you know, kind of yeah. create a community like that. And, and he said it totally changed the whole dynamic of the workday. So you can be the squad or the change you want to see. Create yeah. your own fit squad at work. So true. Uh, today, for example, I'm gonna make this really quick. So I make it a point to try to, you know, like we were saying, have fun and do different things. And people are starting to notice that and know that, you know, mm -hmm. she's the, you know, little quirky one. So today <laughs> it was so funny, um, you know, because I dressed up for Halloween. No one dressed up. You know, I go to work out, you know, and people are like, okay, girl, bye. Mm -hmm. And today, um, a girl was like, hey, Jamila, would you like to um, do this um, stand? It's a, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's been on Facebook where you act like a mannequin, mm -hmm. the mannequin challenge, mm -hmm. that's what it's called. And they came to me first. Like, I know you. I know you'll do it. What do you think? You think our team should do it? So you can kind of influence your environment. Yes. And as soon as they, of course. I'll be the ring leader. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. So if you want a change in your environment, be the change. Just yep. like Lisa said, you will you you influence people more than you know. Definitely. Either way. Yeah. By your negativity. Yeah. Or or you can be the positive change. Yep. And um and when when you're making suggestions to your boss, and even if you're at a small company, guys, it doesn't matter. When you're making suggestions to your employer about um, subsidizing some health and wellness programming for you guys, bringing in a nutritionist or having a healthy food eating day, whatever it is, one of the best ways to get what you want is to make the employer see how it will benefit them as well because at the end of the day, they're still a business and they yeah. might not be as invested in your health as you are, right? So make sure they understand that, you know, healthy um, employees make for better productivity, right? right? Make sure they understand that um, investing in your health will help to increase productivity, job autonomy, you know, it'll lower call-offs, it'll lower costs in health insurance. I mean, s seriously, studies have been done on this. Johnson & Johnson, when they implemented a EAP program over the course of uh, 10 years, it saved them $250 million just by um, making sure that their employees were satisfied and were getting what they needed from a health and wellness standpoint. So make sure you, when you address your employer, do a little research. It only takes, you know, a few minutes to find out how much better they could be if they did invest in you guys that way. So um, not only that, you can bring equipment into your office or your cubicle, whatever it is, small little two or three pound weights, resistance bands, a stability ball, yeah. and use those things, you know, while you're working or even on your lunch break, but you have to get up and make it a priority and don't think that just 15 minutes is not enough. It's more than you probably would have done yeah. by the time you get off work and we're too tired. Yeah. You add it up at the end of the week, which you didn't do before and then add up 15 minutes a day, you are way ahead of the game. Definitely. So, yeah, I definitely suggest little spurts of exercising at work. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have the equipment, you can do some squats, do some, you know, just raise your arms up, do it in, you know, circle windmills and things like that. Yep, body weight is amazing. Um, and finally, well, final thing I'll say about exercising at work is um, create a squad or a community at work. So a lot of people, a lot of offices do challenges like the biggest loser challenge. Everybody puts in something and whoever loses the highest percentage of weight wins, right? So now a lot of people say, oh, it's hard for me to eat healthy because they always have free food. They always have junk at work. We're always doing potlucks. Well, you switch it. You make the suggestion that, hey, guys, how about we do healthier this week or how about we have a health and wellness challenge or a stair climb challenge, you know, rally up yeah. people who are interested in creating a small walking club that you guys do on as part of your breaks or your lunch break. So, you know, create that community, that environment so that you don't have those bad influences. Most people I'm sure are going to be with you and want to make small changes or healthier habits. Do an office water challenge, you know? Right. So, you know, create that squad, but there's ways you can, you know, still stay, increase your health at work versus decreasing your health at exactly. work. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. I'm excited about Diversify Your Plate. This is like one of my most favorite <laughs> nutrition topics because as 
vegans, people always ask us, what do you eat? Do you eat the same thing over and over yeah. again? And I always like to say, uh, you do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't out, you know. You're no different. You're no different. Yeah. I saw that burger for four or five times this week. Four or five times this week. Or whatever. You don't have chicken eight chicken. different yeah. ways this week. Do you eat the same thing over and over? Yeah, they, we like, all do. Your are so creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you do, yeah, you do too. You definitely do too, guys. So check it out. When it comes to diversifying your plate, how do you know if you even need to? And one of the ways I would definitely say is, whether or not you're taking supplements will tell you is one way. If you feel like you're deficient in something, more than likely your plate is not diverse enough. Oh, okay. So you think like if someone is low in vitamin D or low in iron, mm-hmm. you think it's not a lack of that specific thing, it's a lack of diversity? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or a lack of getting enough of that nutrient from a, from a certain food. Because you have to realize... Now, I understand extreme deficiencies, but you have to realize that uh, vitamins and supplements are for profit as well. And a lot of times people push those things and we're told that even by doctors that we need to take a vitamin C supplement and a fish oil supplement and all these things. But this is new. Like Mother Nature didn't make any mistakes and everything that we need comes from the earth. True. But most people go their entire lives eating the same 10 to 12 types of produce. Yeah. So if you go into the grocery store, think about it. Are you just grabbing your staple bananas? You grab your spinach, you grab your onions, you grab your potatoes, you grab your carrots. Like when's the last time you went over and was like, hey, I've never had this type of squash. Yeah. You're like, oh, I never, I haven't tried a rutabaga or a turnip. Right. Like yeah, that's what so vitamins and nutrients do those vegetables provide that you could benefit from versus popping a peel? Because yeah. a client asked me recently about taking a multivitamin. Like, what did I suggest? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I don't recommend vitamins unless a true deficiency has been identified. Right. Like, you're having physiological reactions to not having this particular vitamin. But I don't just recommend a, vit- a multivitamin yeah. just because. A, a lot of people just take them just I, to, to I have it. Not even knowing if they need it. Yeah, I just I take a multivitamin or I take I found somebody was just taking a vitamin D. <laughs> just taking one. Just go on to the sun for and, vitamin D. And not to mention, it's dangerous to take a vitamin and you don't even know if you're deficient in it. Mm-hmm. You cannot overdo it. That that can be toxic to your system. Yes. So you don't don't just randomly take vitamins. Don't no. do that. That that's very dangerous. But um, as I was doing my research, I you know I love quotes. <laughs> but <laughs> I really like this quote. And the quote of the day is? The quote of the day goes, like any ecosystem, the one that is most diverse in species is the one that is going to be the healthiest. So, you know, when you go somewhere and you see monkeys and you see this and you see this, and you're going to think that it's a very healthy environment because if you go somewhere and it's just like, oh, it used to be rhinos here, but now they're, they died off and it used to be this. They're not getting the things that they need from, from the earth. To thrive. So, yeah, so... So it's naturally an unhealthy environment. So when you see diversity, mm-hmm. it reflects a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes on with your body. So when your body falls ill, it reflects mm-hmm. lack of diversity. So lack of diversity is direct, directly related to a sickly state. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really like that quote. Definitely. Definitely. Um, we all have, like, our preferred veg that we yeah. like. We all have, like, our preferred meat. You know, people tell me, these I only eat chicken and turkey, or I just do chicken and fish. And then, you know, I have my broccoli, or I like my spinach. And it's just over and over again. The same foods. Maybe they'll bake the chicken today, or maybe it'll be strips, or maybe they'll cut it up in a salad. But we're eating the same thing over and over again. And it's, and it's not necessarily not unintentional. It's very intentional from the people that profit off of it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They want you to think you're being diverse. Oh, get brown sugar, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, get this. And, and you're thinking you're doing yourself justice by, you know, you think you're diversifying or doing something more healthy, but it's really just a healthy, you know, uh, a marketing scheme. So it's really about educating yourself, too, about what diversity really, really is, just how you think honey and agave and all the sugar and cane sugar was really kind of same thing mm-hmm. you know so yeah um, it, you know sometimes it, it can be confusing too mm-hmm. you know yeah one of the things 
I would recommend, guys, because what we're talking about is if you feel like you have to take all these supplements, because keep in mind that vitamins and all these pills, the key word is supplement. They should supplement a whole foods diet. They shouldn't be the way you get your vitamin C. They shouldn't be the way you get your fish oil. Yeah. Right. They should supplement, meaning you're you're mm-hmm. eating the right foods to get that vitamin or mineral. And then you've you've truly been able to identify a deficiency, and then you invest in a supplement. So what happens is something called deficiency by omission. There's so many things that you don't eat. There's such a vast array of food and and produce and whole grains and legumes and and, and fruits. There's such a vast array of them, but most of us stick to what we know, stick to our comfort zone, and so we end up omitting, omitting, Um, vital nutrients and vitamins by not making sure our plate is diverse as possible and so um, in a few moments I'm going to rattle off some ways that you can satisfy cravings through healthy foods i.e. if you're craving sweets this is probably what you need to eat if you're craving um, soda and carbonated drinks this is what you're probably supposed to eat so I'll rattle those off for you and hopefully that helps you out Um, you're listening to Professionally Fit here on City Woman Radio Network. This October, you are invited to take part in the state of Michigan's Securing My Financial Future events. Come learn practical tips about retirement planning credit scores, managing debt, long-term care, and more. And sign up for a free 15-minute financial checkup with a qualified and vetted financial counselor in a strictly no-sales-allowed environment. Visit www.mi.gov forward slash SMFF for more info. That's mi.gov slash SMFF or call 877-999-6442. Shop till you drop and sample the best dishes at All Things Detroit Sunday, November 6th at the Historical Eastern Market. Join me, Ask Jennifer, and over 200 small businesses from across the state for an afternoon of shopping, entertainment, and family fun. Doors open at 10 a.m. to the public and 9 a.m. for our Beat the Crowd ticket holders. Purchase tickets now at www.iloveallthingsdetroit.com and support this amazing event where we rep small businesses Michigan. I'm Tanya Griffith, host and clinical therapist for the Limitless Possibilities Talk Show. Join me every other Friday from 6 to 7 on the Motor City Woman Radio Network. sugar. So if you're craving sugar, you're probably lacking phosphorus, carbon, 
or sulfur or tryptophan. And you can satisfy that craving through fresh fruits, broccoli, grapes, dry beans, um, raisins, sweet potatoes, spinach, vegetables, kale, cabbage. So um, that's for sweets. Now, if you're craving specifically chocolate, you're probably lacking magnesium. And so to satisfy that chocolate craving through food, you can consume raw nuts and seeds, legumes, and fruits. If you're craving... Um, if you're craving soda or carbonated drinks, you're probably lacking calcium. And the best source of calcium is through mustard and turnip greens, broccoli, kale, legumes, and sesame. If you're craving salty foods, you're probably lacking chloride. And the best way to get that is through fish and unrefined sea salt. If you're uh, craving acid foods, acidic foods, then you're probably lacking magnesium again, and that's raw nuts and seeds, legumes, and fruit. If you're craving uh, liquids instead of solids, you're probably lacking water, and you uh, probably have been dehydrated for so long that you have lost your thirst, but you can try flavoring your water with lemon or lime. Cucumber, mint is a great way to flavor your water, fresh fruit as well. But don't think that anything other than water satisfies your craving. A um, couple more I'll do here. If you, are, if you have a lack of appetite, if you have a lack of appetite, you're probably lacking vitamin B1 and vitamin B3, manganese, and chloride. And you can get those, th- those things through nuts, seeds, beans, um, tuna, fish, turkey, legumes, walnuts, almonds, pecans, pineapple, blueberries. Um, and, and so there's a long list of kind of if you're craving this, then you probably are lacking this. And that's it's very easy to find. You could just go on Google. I'm going to post this on our page um, at Fit Camp 360. But be very mindful that your body is, is very, very sophisticated. And when you're craving certain things, it doesn't mean that you should necessarily pick up a Snickers bar or a Pepsi, but you're probably lacking some vital vitamin and nutrients. So do your own research and just do a quick Google search. Hey, if I'm craving this, then what is my body lacking? And try and crave, satisfy that craving through a healthier whole food option. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our lifestyle piece this evening. Is the fuller figure woman a trend or here to stay? What you say? Here to stay, for sure. Here to stay, for sure. Okay. Reason being is because now it's being glorified, number one. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, is the the kind of the everybody's beautiful, love your body the way you are, it's okay to be overweight thing, like the... The positive spin that we've been trying to put on it is that here to say. I know overweightness and obesity is here to say, but what I'm saying is, oh, yes, yeah. I think it's going to be glorified, and I think it's going to eternally. Be, yeah, I think okay. it's going to be, um, you know, they're trying to work it into our, and you know, they're trying to flip our mindset to our to psyche, it, right? To to accept it, and and I believe that it's working. And, and I don't think it's working for the people they, they're trying to work it for. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so accepting it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I think the people who are against it are, are going to be against it. But for yourself, for the ones that... So you don't think they're converting anybody? I don't think, no. I don't think they're converting anyone. But I do feel as if they feel more like a squad. Right. And the people that are in the squad feel more comfortable. Got and therefore, it's not going to go anywhere. Okay. So, because there's a whole... There's a whole community, right, that celebrates being overweight, right? And whether you want to call it curvy, thick, full figure, BBW. I I do not want to call it curvy because here's the thing about curvy. Mm -hmm. There's a size maybe four uh, person that you can see that will be curves are curves and not having curves is not having curves. Whether you are, you know, 
big or whether you are small. There's a size two that's straight up and down, no hips, no waist, right. no curves. Right. And there's a size two that's curvy. It's the same thing with a size 18. Right. Her waist goes in, her hips go out, right. and she's curvy. Right. People are trying to make um, curvy, making curvy extra weight, extra weight, and that's it's. There's some interchangeable. extra weight girls who aren't curvy. Yeah, exactly. So okay. let's 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 kill the curvy and let's kill the thick. You know, thing, and that's the thing when you said, will it always be trendy? Yes, it will. Because as people begin to buy into this whole fast food, get your food up in the window thing, Mm -hmm. people are starting to get bigger midsections and things like that. And now it's like, okay, well, what do we do? We don't want to feel bad about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So let's, while the weight goes up, let's get our esteem up too. And then here goes this influx of memes supporting, you know, hypertension and diabetes and, right. and um, what else, all the things that come come along with it. Right. And I just don't, I don't support the movement. Okay. So, and now, just a disclaimer, we're not saying everyone that's overweight has any type of health issues. You could be overweight. Now, obesity in and of itself is considered a chronic illness, but outside of obesity, you could be overweight and maybe don't have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, Maybe you don't have any joint issues, right? Okay, that's fine. But um, a lot of people do. And you could also be small and have those issues as well. Right. But that's not what this conversation is about. Right. But we do do identify and recognize that that it goes both ways, no doubt. But I 100% agree. I think it's absolutely absurd that we're promoting being overweight, being fat. I think it's ridiculous that we promote it. I think it's ridiculous. And we're the only culture that does it. Yeah. There's no other culture that I've been able to identify that puts big people on display and thinks it's okay. Like, we are literally, we have knee pain, back pain, swelling joints. We Pre-diabetic, diabetic. Yeah. High cholesterol. I mean, the list goes on. So we're, and I usually, I usually... Because I am a size four, mm-hmm. I usually tread very lightly. Mm-hmm. I usually, you know, try not to be so open about how I feel because it's usually frowned upon. Like, you know, you just want everybody to be skinny like you. No, no not that's the case. not the case. I'm never thinking about aesthetics when I say these things. I don't care how easy you are on my eyes. That, that has nothing. I've seen so many big, beautiful women, and I'm not saying that it, it brings your, your looks down. I, I'm not even thinking about looks. I'm thinking about the fact that we have, we're on the forefront for heart disease. We, we're leading. Mm-hmm. It's taking us out the game. Yeah. And, and that's when I, when I speak on weight, I'm speaking on this, and like she said, it doesn't mean you have these things. But you're at an increased risk, no but doubt. You're at increased risk. All that extra fat literally around your organs and around your heart yeah. is a problem. It is Bottom a line. Problem. So stop thinking that being overweight is okay. It's simply not. Yeah. There are small people with low self-esteem. Absolutely, we should push the self-esteem piece. But I don't think your esteem should be tied to your pant size. The average black woman in America is a size 18 to 20. Really? Yes. A size 18 to 20 is the average pant size for African-American women in America. And I think, and it's only going up. And so I'm on the fence with, you know, there's this whole movement. I was reading an article today in Rolling Stone with this woman who, she does this show, this stage show. It's like a, a monologue, and it's called Fat B. Fat B-I-T-C-H is the name of her show. And she basically goes on about the experiences of being a bigger woman, Right. And so I'm sure it's so many people supporting her. And I'm like, if you're going to use your platform, why don't you be an example of what yeah. it's like to get healthy? Because, I mean, she's obese, like really big. And I'm like, that is not healthy for your internal organs to have all that weight on your knees and your, your back and all your senses, your shoulders. It's just, I don't understand why we glorify being. I don't either. And do you remember when I was telling you about that whole accept me for me thing? Mm-hmm. And, and we were saying how that's not you. That's something you've done to your body. That was never intended for your body. So that whole vanity, you know, I can't believe he, you know, is talking about her when he married her for love. And just because she got big, she had his kids and he should love her and, or she should love him. And he has a, so, so what they should accept each other for who they are. You did that. 
you were as a child or as a teenager, chances are you weren't like that. That's something you did to your body. Right. It's not natural. If you were to eat whole foods, natural foods, your body will naturally go to the place it's supposed to be. Right. Some people are meant to be a size 8, and some people are naturally meant to be a size 2. You will find out where you're supposed to be when you eat the right food. Right. You have to practice healthy habits. Yeah. So to say, you know, I've gained all this weight, I think it's unfair. And, you know, some people have have different opinions. Mm -hmm. I think it's all about love, and it's not about looks, and it's not about this, and it's not about that. But for me, and I was telling someone this, I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> I think it's to gain weight on your spouse. I, I think it's very rude. I think yeah. it's very to say, be with me, love me, let's stay together forever. You know, I don't want your eyes to stray. But yet, I'm not going to keep myself physically. Now, I'm talking about the physical look. Physically attractive. Mm-hmm. If that's what that person got into. Mm-hmm. So if you marry me or you have this relationship like this, and then you gain an excessive amount of weight or a lot of weight, period. I think it is your job in a relationship to keep it sexy. Mm-hmm. Keep it sexy, you know. But on back to the health, the health um, topic, you know, we I'm never really talking about the physical, the aesthetic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Black women and black men, we are so unhealthy. Yep. That is, you know, when you come down, walk to my job, when we walk around downtown together, mm-hmm. we still get shocked. Like, oh, my goodness. Everybody's because, overweight. And, and it's not just overweight. It's the ha- it's the things that are in their hands. Oh, yeah. It's Coney Island, absolutely. And then say, and then they, and, 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 and I was even thinking about this deeper that maybe you guys are being exploited. A whole industry has been created for excess weight. You have you like magazine, like everything. Magazines now are catered to people who are overweight. This is a magazine called Queen Size Mag. Um, there are events, fashion shows now that are catered strictly to people who are overweight. It uh, literally a whole industry has come out of excess weight. There's you know mix and mingle singles was strictly for people who are overweight. Yeah. The article I was reading today, there's one lady, she's, she partnered with this other lady who has a f- stores, a whole clothing industry has now been dedicated to people that are overweight. Like, everything, it's yeah. like, exactly. and I think it's absurd, and I get so upset because every time, you know, if you see something on television or something, and there's one African-American person in it, whether it be male or female, they're usually overweight, overweight. right? So and so, at first, I was like, why are they always portraying us as overweight? But I was like, they're not portraying us. That we are. That's what other cultures and other people see, and they're not wrong. Most of us are carrying excess weight. And so we're not just being portrayed that way. That's who we are. When I read an article, I was recently reading a Forbes article who was highlighting this phenomenal uh, Metro Detroit entrepreneur, and I'm scrolling down and reading the article, and I'm just like, go, sis, go. I'm just really proud. And I get to her picture, and she's just overweight. And I'm just like, everything. Now, I don't know. You know, the media is or can be devils. They can be evil. So do they pick out specifically yeah. people who are overweight and, you know, to put on TV shows and to put in magazine articles? Like, they want to give us props, but it's like a backhanded compliment at the same right. time. But. I just think it's crazy. I think it's really, really absurd the way, you know, people are this whole big girl movement and, yeah. and, and bikinis on and all this stuff. But are you taking care of your body, you know? Yeah. And not to mention how many, because I even have clients, how many are secretly dying inside, depressed, ashamed, yeah. you know, don't live their lives because of how people look at them or think of them they're always covering up i mean there's a lot of psychological things that comes with being overweight and no matter how much you try and be like love me i'm so proud of me i look good do you really think that but i do so i was just literally maybe like two days ago reading you know i told you i started listening to divorce court Uh and it was a couple (laughs) in there and she was down maybe like 100 pounds, 150 pounds. She used to be over 300 pounds. Uh-huh. And she was at really, really insecure. And she said, I'm insecure because I lost the weight and I lost my curves. And I was shocked. 
pounds. Mm-hmm. She said, I felt more confident at 300 plus pounds because I had a butt and I had the boobs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is awesome. I, I couldn't believe it. So All she had to do was lift. Yeah, yeah but still. <laughs> she probably lost the weight doing cardio only, poor baby. Probably. <laughs> I still was shocked that she was more confident being 100 pounds heavier. So I don't think everybody is just, you know, right. big. But I think the, they outweigh, they outnumber. Like, they, I'm not saying there, are some, there aren't some 100% confident people, but I think the ones who are secretly not confident definitely outweigh the ones who are. I, and I agree with you because once the ones who do convert themselves over, they are, they're starting to tell the truth. I used to just seem like I was. Yeah. And, we're, and another disclaimer here, we're not telling you to get skinny. I'm talking about get to healthy. healthy into a size that isn't dangerous to your health. Yes. Okay. So if you have a midsection and you, you're always talking about, you know, love handles and things like that, that is a dangerous place for fat to be. Yeah. That, so we yeah. are not speaking of getting to a size 2 mm-hmm. or a size 4 or a size 6. We are strictly speaking on getting to a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where you and can live your life without, like I have a client who could barely work out because her back starts hurting instantly. Yeah. Instantly. And, you know, I've had people divulge to me, you know, the experiences that they turn down in their lives because they're so ashamed of going into this public forum. They don't know what the seats are, how the seats are going to fit them, what the lighting is going to be like, if they're going to be able to fit in this and that, you know, in the building. And I'm just like, that has to be a horrible way to have to live your life constantly your weight affects what you can and cannot do and so I think we really need to stop glorifying this in the African American community I think it's absurd that we're putting overweight people on a pedestal we should tell everybody to love themselves and be proud of who they are and yes meanwhile getting to a place where you know that you're loving and respecting your body yeah just Yes, you only get one body. So if you're pouring soda in it, sugar in it, buffalo wings every day, stop telling me how proud you are of your body. You're you're probably emotionally eating, you know, and 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 there's some psychological depression or anxiety comes along with that seriously. Yeah, so if you disagree with this, and I know somebody is probably sitting back like that's not true. 248-281-3113. We have a few minutes left. Yeah, I mean, I would love to hear crazy. someone else's opinion. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to diss anybody. There's plenty of big girls who get down, you know. Oh, and, and, yoga and instructor, opposite. fitness instructors. And, and the opposite. There are some scrawny people out here that you definitely need to work out and get your weight up. Absolutely. Yeah, you're just, you're not eating enough Don't think because you're not overweight means you're healthy. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. No, it literally is based. It goes either way. It goes either way, but that's not what this conversation is about. And that's not what our community is suffering from, unfortunately. Unfortunately. The the average pant size is 18 to 20. Yeah. It it has to stop. I'm so sick of it. I'm so, and not to mention, we're the only culture who do it. And not to mention even further, it's when every time I see someone that's, like, really big, their kid, their kid is on the scene. Oh, Yeah. So we pass these horrible eating habits and sedentary lifestyle habits down to our family. And you see whole families. It's, it's a click thing, too. We've talked about this. Usually everybody in your click is overweight. We've, we've been out and seen squads, four or five girls hanging out. Everybody's overweight. And sometimes you, most time you see squads and everybody is not overweight. Like, you are the yeah. five people you surround yourself with. Sure. You know what I mean? So, guys. Let's make it stop. I'm sick of glorifying being overweight and being unhealthy. It's absurd. And you shouldn't be twerking with a bikini on if you're 300 pounds. And you take that for what you want. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. It's just too much. All this gelatinous stuff moving around and and all around your midsection. You know, you're like a number one candidate for type 2 diabetes. That's all I can see is I'm like, oh, my God, I wonder what her blood pressure is. Yeah. You know, like serious. If you're healthy, fine. But most people aren't when they're that big. And there's a such thing as being healthy right now in a thunderstorm being on the way. So I say not fine. Eat better, work out, do your best to be healthy. And don't even worry about your weight. Because if you don't worry about your weight and you're supposed to be, like I said, you will naturally get to a place where you're supposed to be. A hundred percent. Because it's a whole lifetime of these habits is not something that you know happens overnight and it's not something that should stop when you lose 100 pounds you have to continue to keep these good habits in practice so we'll be back next week with another 
uh, set of three topics from fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. This week, guys, make sure you tune in to all the uh, wonderful women we have here on the Motor City Woman Radio Network. Tuesday, we have Girl Squad Radio with Bougie at 6.30 p.m. Wednesday, Destined for Greatness with Miss Monet, the media diva at 4 p.m. Also, 4 p.m. on Friday, Destined for Greatness with Miss Monet, the media diva, and limited show possibilities with Tanya Griffith, Griffith excuse me, at 5.30 p.m. on Friday, Truth and Life Today, radio show at 7 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, the Fuller Woman radio show at 1 p.m. with Cassie, and Sunday, Girlfriends Glasshouse Empowerment Radio with Manito at 2 p.m., also on Sunday, changing the conversation with Shakira Ellis at 3 p.m. You can log on to MotorCityWoman.com to get the full show lineup every week. And as usual, we be, we'll be back here next Monday with you all with three new topics from fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. Our playback will be available with 